What's going on, family? What is going on? Welcome to your power call this morning. Welcome to your power call this morning. So we want to go ahead and open up in prayer. Pray. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. The Master is their judgment in which we now live. The alone do we serve and the alone do we beseech for thine aid. O Allah, guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not of those upon whom thy wrath is brought down, nor those who go astray. I mean, all right, family. So welcome to your power call. And I am your host this morning, brother King Cam. It says I'm muted this morning. It says I'm muted. I'm muted. Am I muted? Can everybody hear me? Let me make sure the sound is working properly. Let me make sure the sound is working properly. Um, this is my first time hosting a power call and I cannot see any comments. So I don't know if the, uh, if everything is, if the sound is all good. So y'all gonna have to let me know how the sound is and how everything is working. But today, this morning, we're going to be watching from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. What is your role? What is your role family so this is one of my one of my all-time favorite lectures when it comes to relationships when it comes to marriage when it comes to courtship when it comes to the role of the black man and woman the honorable minister Louis farrakhan breaks this one down he breaks it down so are y'all able to hear me okay let me get on the zoom let me make sure everybody on the zoom can't hear me, family. Make sure. Toggling back and forth between the Zoom. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So the Zoom can hear me. All right. All praise is due to Allah. All praise is due to Allah. So look, if you if you know somebody that's in the that's on the power call, that's in the power group, that's not on their power call this morning, then you want to send them a message. Send them a message. Give them a reminder. Let them know. That we on this morning and that they're about to miss a great, great lecture. All right. They're about to miss a great lecture. All right. So the minister, like I said, is going to be talking about what is your role. One of the best lectures I've ever heard from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as it pertains to relationships and the role of the man and the woman. So this is going to be excellent. It's going to be probably about a two part call, two part series. So we're going to listen to half today. Do our feedback and then we're going to listen to half tomorrow and do our feedback as well. All right. So without any further delay. Oh, and let me also for those new people, new people that are on the call today, you want to make sure that you get on the app. You want to make sure that you get on over to the app 
and visit www.thepowercall.net. Visit www.thepowercall.net. You can sign up that way or you can download the app via your phone. And it's on, what's the name of this? Mighty, yeah, uh, Mighty, and it's called Mighty App. I mean, Mighty Network, excuse me. And then you type in the power call, Mighty Networks, and then type in the power call and you're able to get access to it via your phone. All right, but you have to purchase the premium membership through the website. So www.thepowercall.net. All right, family. So let me go ahead and get the minister up and we can get into it. It's 905. All right. What is your role? Here we go. Assalamu alaikum. Brothers and sisters, I would like uh, at this time to first uh, say to Brother Farrakhan, our beloved leader, teacher, and guide, on behalf of all of us, that we're very thankful to Allah for his presence uh, this evening and taking time out of his busy schedule to address us, to speak to us, to give us guidance and wisdom uh, into uh, becoming uh, more successful in our marriages. So my dear brothers and sisters, at this time, help me to welcome our dear brother, our beloved leader, teacher, and guide here in the Western Hemisphere, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, who came in the person of Master Farad Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever. We give praise and thanks to him for his raising up in our midst a divine leader, teacher, and guide, his messenger and messiah to us the exalted Christ, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. I greet all of you with the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. Sisters with babies should not be standing and sisters in the back, uh, let us find seats for them. You don't have to move, it's okay, there's enough so for them. You don't have to move. It's okay. There's enough soldiers to do that. Make sure that everybody, especially the sisters, have a seat. And uh, I appreciate uh, your presence tonight in the first of a series of classes that I would like to conduct to help us to be more successful in our quest 
to be married. How many of you are married? May I see your hands? No hands should have gone up. You're in the process. And the problem is that you think you are what you are not. And when you think you are what you are not, you stop striving to become. Now I'll explain. Marriage is a process that begins with your and my saying, I agree to be involved in the process of becoming one. When I ask, are you married? That's the past participle of the verb to marry, which means you are completely united. And I don't think that's the case. Otherwise, we wouldn't have to have such a class. So the fact of the matter is, hopefully, that we are still striving to be married. Now, being together in the same apartment or the same house, in the same bed, does not necessarily mean we are married. Marriage is a lifelong struggle to become one. I am going to start tonight with theory. But theory is only valuable if the other side of theory, which is practice, is performed. You can have the best teacher in the world to teach you piano, voice, violin, art. But if when you are away from the teacher, you don't practice what you have been taught, then you will not be successful in passing the test. When you come before the teacher again, the teacher will always know that you have not been practicing because it shows up. When there is consistent argument that leads to discord and strife, and this argument is not in the best manner, but is filled with anger, bitterness even, this leads to the cessation of the process. So you can still be in the same house, but you're no longer striving
to become as one, you have accepted the reality that we're supposed to be together. And wow, you know what I mean? I just have to suffer this thing through. Now that is a sad state of affairs. For the wife to put her attention on the children and the husband puts his attention on the mission or whatever. <laughs> and then come home at night tired, beat up, no conversation, no communication except during the time of expression of oneness then uh, our marriage for all intents and purposes is dead and it needs life marriage unity Love, life, and peace, they are all similar. You can't be married and not united. You can't be united and not have peace. And you can't have peace without love. And you can't have life without love and peace and harmony and unity. So where there is unity, there is harmony, there is love, there is life. Where there is disunity, the life of that thing is in jeopardy. You agree? Yes, sir. All right, now. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that the first law in the universe is motion, is motion, motion. What you did when you were attracted to each other you started a motion. True? The second law of the universe is order. The motion must have order or the motion is destroyed. And order means that there are rules and laws that govern the motion yes, so that the motion can continue. If anything disturbs the order, it produces greater friction. Friction brings about the cessation of motion. So in our lives as Muslims, 
or people striving for righteousness, there is an inordinate amount of stress on all of us. So just being alive in a world like this gives us a lot of friction. But the thing that makes friction not disturb order or motion is our ability to be in harmony with the law that put us into motion. Go ahead. I want you to just think now. What is the law that brought about the, the motion that brought you all to each other? Allah created us similar yet dissimilar. And the unalikeness of us created attraction. True? Yes, sir. So you found your way to each other for whatever the reason. It may have been a good reason. May not have been a good reason. Your motive sometimes for coming together can determine how long this thing is going to last. So you, you and only you can answer the question, why did you do this thing in the first place? Well, I was tired of being single. Not a good enough motive. I had a biological need and, and sister was around and, 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 and so not a good enough motive. Your motive is what gives the force to the desire. It's not just what you want to do, it's why you want to do it that gives it the spirit and the power to make it happen. And the reason most of us are not successful in what we do is because we are ill-motivated. We do things for reasons that are ungodly, not proper, vain. So only you can answer the question, why did you get married to that particular person that you're sitting next to? Look at them. That's probably the first time today y'all looked at each other. You can always tell married people when they're riding in a car. When they're courting, they're all over each other. She's almost sitting in his lap. He's trying to drive. After they get married, she's way over in the corner. And he got a gangster lean. can tell the married person when they go out to dinner their head is in the plate when they're courting can't take their eyes off of each other what happened Now, Allah wants the institution of marriage to be successful 
because as I wrote and you've read, Allah hates divorce. So tonight, we want to see if we can start again and dissect this thing called marriage. Okay? Now, if you go back in your mind to when you first met the man that you're sitting next to, I hope he's your husband. <laughs> and I hope that's your wife. See, and even those words are debatable. Husband. What's that? Wife. What's that? See, these are names, but they suggest something which we're going to dissect beginning tonight. Okay? Now remember, theory, practice. And in the class tonight, after tonight's class, I want us to practice. You know, most of us are very physical people. We're not really spiritual. As a result, there's physical attraction. Right? We like the way she looks. She likes the way he looks. Or she likes the fact that he's a successful businessman, got a little money. And he likes the fact that she got a job. <laughs> so we're attracted to each other, really, on a physical basis. That's the first, um, uh, we say contact, it's physical, right? But the real marriage is not physical. Marriage starts at the physical, but it goes to the spiritual. And the problem with most of us who say we desire to be married, we stopped at the physical. And the physical side of anything is so limited. Now, your wife was physically attractive to you when you first met her. And your husband was physically attractive to you. You couldn't wait to say your vows so you could be with each other physically. And that's why honeymoons, you know, they're so nice and short-lived. Because reality is bound to set in. Now after you discover the physical dimensions of a thing, there is intrinsic value here that must be discovered. Now look at your lessons. Someone have a, a, a handkerchief. Oh, where was I? A God's around me. If you look at your lessons, Master Farad Muhammad started with the physical. Who is 
the original man, Asiatic black man, maker, owner, cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. Everything there is like physical description. Who is the original first man? He's Asiatic, meaning the earth, you know, Asia. Physical, man, physical, maker, shaper, physical, owner of the physical reality. God, power over material things. In English lesson C1, God moves away from identifying us by the term Christian. How old is Christianity in the student enrollment? He don't deal with that. He does not deal with your color. What is your own self? He said, my own self is what? A righteous Muslim. Now he's not dealing with your color. He's dealing with who you are on the inside. The nature of you. All right? Allah says in the Quran, he created all human beings to be Muslims. So he says, how many Muslims are there in North America? A little over 17 million. That's the whole population of original people. So you may look at sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so as a Christian because of the orientation of their minds. But Allah looks at them as Muslims. Now, if you recognize that the woman that you married and the man that you married beyond the physical limitations of the earth are Muslims, they are righteous people by nature, then feeding the nature of the individual discovering and exalting the nature will move you more toward a successful union. All of your arguments, what are they over? Money? Come on. Or the lack of it? Irresponsibility? Failure to be clean? Won't cook? house untidy, you don't come home, you're grumpy. But what is at the root of all of that? Now we get to look at marriage. Look, Allah says, and you know I say this at all of our marriages which I refuse to be bothered with anymore. Oh people, 
Keep your duty to your Lord. Now, you, you all, we all say we are what? Muslims. What is a Muslim? One who submits his or her will to do the will of God. How can you expect a woman to be dutiful to you if she's not dutiful to her Lord? How can you expect a man to be dutiful to you if he's not dutiful to your Lord? So your marriage begins to fall apart if it is not rooted in your duty to Allah. Now, how many of you believe in Allah who came in the person? Very good. You made a start. How many of you believe that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is his messenger and the Messiah? Would you raise your hands, please? Then my question to you is, do you have a duty to them? Okay. Now you fussing at each other for dereliction of duty. But you don't fuss at each other for dereliction of duty to God. How many of you have said, wife, honey, it's 4.30. Let us get up for prayer. Well, that's good. I'm not asking you to raise your hand on this because <laughs> I know this was only two or three hands anyway. Now, if you don't encourage each other in your duty to God, then your marriage struggle for unification will reach an impasse. The basis for marriage is duty first to him who created us. Okay? Oh, people, keep your duty to your Lord. Who is your Lord? See, some men think that they the Lord of their wives. Stop it, brother. You are not a good replacement for Allah. So don't try to be who you are not. And if you try to make your wife think that you are sufficient as a replacement for God, then when she gets angry with you, see, she finds herself lost because we have become like the devil, trying to steal the place of God. You are not her Lord. Allah is her Lord. He created her. He nurtured her, didn't he? And you. So the Lord that you both must keep your duty to is who? Allah. Now, Allah 
makes requests of us. And he doesn't demand, he just asks. He's so beautiful. And the only thing he asks of a believer, really, is to observe the principles of the faith. Number one, prayer. And then he said he would not care for you were it not for your prayers. So if we're not praying, then Allah says he would not care for us. Whoa. Well, sister, your duty is to take care of your husband. His duty is to take care of you. But how can you take care of each other if you've lost the care of God? It said he would not care for you were it not for your prayers. So the Muslim home, the godly home, is set aright by prayer. Your marriage is set aright by prayer to him who created you and put in you attraction for each other. Mm. Well, let's look at this. He created you from a single being and created its mate of the same kind. When you say we're the same kind, it's not just the same kind in color. We are the same kind in nature and spirit and function. Whoa. So the thing that makes marriage have durability is recognition of the fact that this is a part of God as you are. Mm. You are created from a single being. Who is the single being? They say Adam. Yes and no. Adam is created of Allah and the mate of Adam is created from the same essence. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that Allah is self-created. Now that is a concept that we need to study to understand something about our roles. Don't get together yet. I just want you to deal tonight with what is your role as a man? What is your role as a woman? Your role is based upon the nature of you. And your role is based upon the nature of you. You can't have a successful play you don't know your role. 
If somebody is the star and you are in the play as a supporting actress or actor, how are they going to get along with you if you are out of your role, playing their role, you playing their lines, they are trying to play yours, and everybody gets confused. And the director is looking at this because, why aren't you playing your part? This is not your role. Oh, excuse me, but I like her role better. Or oh, I like his role better. We're going to talk tonight about the role of each other. Before we even get together, we need to know something about our role. Because this, this is the play of life. Act one, scene one. And maybe, maybe you have not read for your part yet. So let's go back to the beginning. We're not getting into the play yet. We just need to know what role, brother director, do you want me to play? I want to try out for the man's role. Well, if you're a man, it's all right, but it's wrong if you're a woman to try out for the man's role. You know, switching is what's going on in the world. And we'll get to that. Now, brothers and sisters, the messenger of Allah, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, Allah created himself out of triple darkness. He talked about how he built himself up in the dark. How he started from one cell, atom of life he called it, an atom of life, sparkling in the darkness. He built up brains, boy that's something, in order to think and vision. That's really heavy just to think about it. The messenger didn't say how long it took for him to come out of of this uh, state into a developed being. But you can imagine after working, laboring, struggling to come into existence His coming into existence after developing brain and thought was accompanied with pain. Pain. At every stage of his development, pain, struggle, pain, struggle, pain, struggle. Until he got to the point where he recognized he was alone and wanted companionship. It didn't say he needed companionship. He desired it. There was nothing there. 
So he, the messenger said, studied himself. That's heavy. Just think about that. He studied himself and found in himself another self. And he brought that self out of himself as a second self through which he could produce self again all the way down the line. Now let's stop, stop, stop a minute. If he brought a second self out of himself, and that second self was called woman, she is a part of him, a part of God. She is God as he is God. But she's the second self of God. Now just listen now. The second self isn't first. If it came from, it is slightly less than. Now that's hard for people in this world to understand. The brain of the second self is not the equal of the brain of the first. It is a little less than because it comes from and is not the equal to. So therefore the first self must be in authority over the second self. But he had a role. What is his role? I am, well, he is creator. So whatever he brings into existence is dependent on him for certain things to be to him what he created her to be. Well, the question is, what need did he have? He's in pain. Struggling. For what may be eons of time to come out of darkness. He needs something to look at. That is kind to the eyes. He needs something to behold. That is attractive to him. He needs something that can comfort and console him in the pain of his struggle to come out of darkness. He needs something that can talk to him about his desires and help him to meet his objective. He needs a helper. A woman can help you do anything 
of value that you want to do, you won't find a better helper than the female who loves you and is there for you. God is a creator. He had a lot of big things to do. He needed a big helper. Not big in size. <laughs> big in mind. And the second self of God is a powerful self. And from these two, you get your roles. And he spread from these two many men and women. Now it comes right back and repeats it again. And keep your duty to Allah by whom you demand one of another your rights. So he's saying again, duty to God is first because it is by him that you have a demand on each other for your rights. A woman has a right to expect certain things from a man. And a man has a right to expect certain things from his mate. The problem is that you are disappointed with each other because you are not getting what you expected. Some of you only had physical expectations and you're tired of that and you wonder what's next. Mm -hmm. Well now, if you understand your role, you know what's next. Now your role is given to, let's start with the man. And brothers, this has to be the basis of FOI. And the role of the woman has to be the basis of MGT. What is the role of the man? Allah says in the Quran, and men are what? What? Let's stop right there. Do you know that's a big job, brother? To be a maintainer of something? I came to the mosque the other day. I saw peeling in the ceiling. I don't know whether you saw it, but I saw it. I said, there's a leak somewhere. Well, that needs what? Maintenance. And the longer you wait, the worse it gets. What is our job as men? Maintainers. All right, let's start physical and go spiritual and go big. Now, there's biological needs. 
food, she needs to eat. You didn't find her emaciated. You found her with some flesh on the bones, which means she was eating. <clears throat> and when she comes <clears throat> under your maintenance, she hopes to continue. When you found her, she didn't have a fig leaf on. I think she had on clothes, if she didn't tell me. <laughs> of course she did. Well, maintenance means you can't have the woman hungry and raggedy. Is that right, sisters? You sharp as a tack. Got the latest style, fine shoes. Your wife got run over shoes. Tacky dress. Can't get her hair done or weaved or something. These styles that they got today is expensive, brother. There was a time she could just flop a headpiece on and cover up what was not fixed up. But today, she got to go to the hairdresser. And you should find one of your own. Keep your money as best you can in your circle. Strengthen each other. That's the way it should be done. But of course, hair is a big thing. I know with me, I like a particular barber. I like the way he cuts my hair. Or he becomes my barber till he's dead. <laughs> or till I die. My point is that when you saw her, how was her hair? It wasn't, it wasn't even nice if she was fixed up, wasn't she? Yeah, she had to struggle to do that, brother. I mean, she knew she was coming to meet you. She got it together, man. I don't know how she pulled it and did what, but she got it together. She did not come to you looking a wreck. Then you can't maintain her in a wrecked state. You see her appeal in the roof. What you supposed to do? You see her hair undone? <laughs> That's a peel in her roof, brother. <laughs> and you sure don't want it to rain on her parade. <laughs> now this is physical. You got to keep her up. Now, you notice the messenger didn't say good houses. He said good homes. And a house is not a home. We'll get to that. 
You got to put the woman in a home. Now I know, brother, you in an apartment, I hope. Or in a room. And if you're in a room, you ain't gonna stay married long if you stay in a room, brother. You in your mother's house? Oh, that's a no-no. That is a total no-no. Well, for economic reasons, I went to stay with my mother. How long? How long can your wife be herself in your mother's house? That's your mother's stove. That's your mother's dishes. That's your mother's refrigerator. You are not maintaining that woman. You got a problem. So she's demanding something. Uh, look, honey, when we gonna get out of here? She don't wanna talk about your mother. That's just not respectful. Because she know you love your mother, but your mother's a pain. Well, he don't like that. He likes this. <laughs> oh, no, honey, he don't like it like that. Put more stuff in here. No, let, get out of the way. Let me show you how to do it. You're just a nasty little housekeeper. My son like his shirt starched. So when you come home after a paper push, you swear you did your duty. And then she says, honey, when are we going to move. And you say, look, I done told you. And don't ask me that no more. Why your mother is a pain. What? Now, brothers. Brothers. I hear that some of you hit your wives. I hear that some of you slap them. I hear that some of you get real violent. I hear that some of the wives smack your back. <laughs> and get real violent, too. Yes, sir. Now, that begins the undoing of the process. You don't want your wife to be afraid of you. And you don't ever want <laughs> to be afraid of her.
because she watches you a lot while you're sleeping. So this fighting business has to stop. And the only way you can put a stop to male and female abuse of each other is you got to play your role. Now I'm starting with brother man. Brother, you can't play your role without money. That's why the lessons say money, good home, friendship, money. So a lazy brother can never be a good husband. Let's start right there. A lazy man who really don't want nothing, don't need a wife. If you have no object in life, no vision of where you want to go, you don't need a wife. Listen, 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 listen. Every man should know where he wants to go before he seeks someone to help him get there. So brothers, don't tell me you want to get married if I ask you what is your vision where would you what do you like to accomplish in this life huh what what do you mean accomplish I just want to get married where do you want to go what do you want to do with your life because in reality when you seek a wife she might have a competing desire. She might know where she wants to go. And maybe you don't want to go there. And maybe if you know where you want to go, she don't want to go there and won't sacrifice to help you get this stuff. Let's, 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 let's start looking some more then. Because there's somebody out there, brother, that will help you if you know where you want to go. And most of the time, the brothers don't know where they want to go but to the bedroom. And after you get there, well, then what? Oh, there's more to this than that. Yes, brothers, that's what FOI has to begin to teach now. The brothers have to have a vision of where they want to go personally in their lives. And their wives must know that this is where I want to go. I want to be such and such and so and so. Well, she's got to decide whether she want to help you. She might say, well, I, I, I want to be a dentist. Well, that's nice. But once you start making babies, then you got another thought that you have to consider being a professional woman and a mother, which one will take priority? Okay? Now, brothers, if to have money means 
you can maintain her, then the first thing you need as a man is a job. I'm gonna put that on the board. say, well, look, man, I, I got a fine woman, and I, I did sell drugs, and, 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 and she dug it because I could bring the money home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's because she didn't know herself. But when a woman knows herself, she demands something better of her companion. And when you know yourself and know herself, then you are her maintainer. Then it is your duty that God gives you to keep her up first physically. I'm going to put this on the board. One is physical. Physical maintenance. Now, sisters, if your husband don't have a lot of money, because that'll tear up the poor budget now listen we're gonna deal with argument because all the argument over how you mess up the money and you don't have proper priorities a priority is not a weave. It's not them funny nails. <laughs> the priority is the basic things. Hair done. Done. Wash it. Blow dry. Put pin curlers in it. Pull it with an iron. Do something with it. <laughs> But if you don't have money, 
then don't spend what you don't have for what you really don't need. So brother, you have to say, sweetheart, I don't have enough for that. I want you to fix your hair, but I cannot afford that. But don't look at him funny. You know what he's bringing in. And you must not misspend your husband's money. You, yeah, it's a good teacher. You got to bring your desires in line with his pocketbook. Now that may mean you can't desire too much of nothing. So while you're doing the dishes, you sing your song. I got plenty of nothing. Nothing's plenty for me. in maintaining the woman physically is money then you can't buy papers and not sell them that's right that's right see that makes your wife totally upset because there's her weed there's her nails there's her shoes there's the baby's diapers sitting in the corner with the minister's picture on the front page. And after a while, she hates the paper, hate the minister, hate the nation, hate the mosque, hate you. Nigga, we was doing all right till you joined the nation. Come on now. You may look good to your lieutenant, but you ain't sleeping with him. I hope. I don't know whether this tape is for saying, brother. <laughs> got to extract the principles. <laughs> but what I'm suggesting to you believers, I know you're a good Muslim and you really want to be a good Muslim. But a good Muslim has to be honest and hardworking and sincere. If you take a hundred papers, sell a hundred papers. And then from selling you get a profit. There's the weave. I'm on this weave, me and, me and these Koreans, you know. I'm going to give them a community service award. Because the sisters that didn't smile even before because they thought their hair was too short can laugh now. 
Class should always be happy. I didn't come in in a happy spirit, but, you know, class should be joyous as we learn. But I'm picking up faults that hinder your marriage. Because the weight is on the man for maintenance. I'll get to when a woman works in a minute. You know. But brothers, the job, you got to take it as your job. If your wife has a job, you know, that's an added blessing. And that's the way any man should consider it. That's a blessing that your wife can bring money into the house. But really, that's your job. And you should feel bad as a man that your wife got to work to help feed you and your children. If you a man, you go to bed at night thinking, I got to do something about this. You got to find another way to work a little harder. So you can get more money. So you can be a physical maintainer of your wife. Now, brothers? Yes, sir. Soon I'm going to send investigators by. Yes, sir. To see how you live. Because you look good, but if I followed you home, what would I find? A cardboard box? with a paper plate on it? <laughs> Brothers, there's no woman that is self-respecting that can be a good wife to you if she does not see progress in making a home for her. Now, if I could help to make men in that FOI that are so strong mentally, spiritually, and morally, and physically, that they will go out and make the money, that they will be able to start in an apartment and tell me in a few years of being in the mosque, my wife, I put her in a home. I carpeted the floor. I gave her the modern conveniences. But she ain't never satisfied. She ain't made that way. She is not made to let you get comfortable on what you did yesterday. She really is the epitome of the lesson. What are you doing today for me, baby? I want to hear from you at once. So whatever 
whatever you did yesterday, you better do it today and be prepared to do more tomorrow because she'll be on your case. Because maintenance is an everyday thing. How many times you wash your face? You didn't wait for a week, I hope. <laughs> Maintenance is every day. Maintaining the wife is every day. Every day. Every day. Open the refrigerator. Is there enough food? Every day. What is needed to keep the home? You mean you don't have tide, you don't have bounce, you don't have Clorox, you don't have scouring powder, you don't have mouthwash, you ran out of toothpaste. You, you say, well, baby, look, put your finger in your mouth and rub it across. <laughs> Some of us think that our wives should be happy with nothing. And some of us believe that our wives will be happy with something. They're not happy with nothing. And they're not happy with something. But you better keep on doing something. <laughs> Am I lying? No, Sisters, if I make a mistake, you tell me. The female is the second self of God. And she's created, as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught me, to try to equal herself up to God. So the better you are, the better she'll try to be. The more you strive to do your duty to God, she'll try to equal you in that function. I've been doing so many sit-ups. My pants is falling off me. And I, I, I'm going to get these fat gut brothers uh, in shape. Well, see, maintenance means that you need to see your knees. <laughs> and if you have not seen your knees in a long time, you need an uplift. Sometimes that thing is sagging so low, you need a check. <laughs> Captain, in the restructuring of the FOI, we have to teach and train every man yes, to be one who knows how to make money, to be more of a provider and maintainer for his family. That is making a man. Yes, sir. You with me, brother? Yes, sir. Don't you want to know more how to make more money? Yes, sir. If you don't have a job, 
then there must be those in the FOI that teach us sales technique so that we can become a master. Because the more you master selling, I mean you can sell anything and make a living and the more you sell, the more money you make and the more money you make, you can make a good home. Come on. And friendship. In all walk of life. I'm getting to the home part later. Yes, sir. But we're just talking about role now. Yes, sir. Maintain. Go home tonight, get your dictionary, and if you have a Roger's thesaurus, men look up the word maintenance and all that, that goes with it, study it. Yes, sir. Because that is your duty. Our duty. Yes, Physical now. You're a protector. Physical. Yes, sir. You fight for her. Yes, sir. You let no harm come to her. You give your life for her life. You're a protector. And you can't be her protector and don't have the will to fight or the skill to fight. I'm talking about physical now. Yes, sir. Every man has to be a fighter. Yes, sir. Make all men and boys join the FOI and make them brave fighters, willing at any time to give their lives for Allah's sake and righteousness. Maintenance, providence. In the word providence is provide. In the word beneficence, bene, meaning well and good doing. That's your nature, brothers. And you know what? God always feels good giving. Isn't that right? All God expects is gratitude. A man always feel good when he can give the woman he loves something. Here, baby. <laughs> His heart almost busts when he can go and pick a dandelion. And you better know how to smile. When he tried to do something nice. Is that all you could do? <laughs> Sister, you got a fight on your hand if you talk like that. If the man bring a rose home, even if it don't, you in a bad mood. Make him to know you appreciate his effort at a small thing and the next time he'll make it bigger. But brother, how, when is the last time you did bring a rose home? When is the last time you gave your wife something that she didn't expect? The man is a giver of gifts. Now I know she wants that big house. That big car. But uh, you better need the big one. 
So if we ain't got the big money, be big patience. But sisters, God gives us more than anybody gives, Allah gives, and all he expects from us is prayer and gratitude. Now what does God expect from his woman? Come on. Hey baby, I brought you in existence, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like your body? I give it to you. I formed it for you. You like it? Yeah, I did that. Little it is that you give thanks. Ingratitude makes Allah displeased with us. Everything we got, brothers, Allah gave it to us. So we should be grateful to him. And when your husband does something nice for you, sisters, what should you do? What should you do? Be grateful. Don't just say thank oh, oh, thanks. And your mouth all curled up funny. Make over what he does. He'll do more. Because he really wants, if he's any kind of man or husband at all, he really wants to please you. And you don't know, it makes a man feel so good when he knows he has pleased the one he loves. And when he ain't trying and don't want to please you no more, trouble is in the house. We'll get to that. Now, brothers, you understand? Yes, sir. Physical. Yes, sir. But there's more to a woman than physical. Let's deal with spiritual. Who is she? The second self of God. What kind of conversation do y'all talk about at breakfast? <laughs> what kind of conversations do you have after prayer? Do you read the Quran together? and discuss revelation. Let me tell you something about truth and knowledge and revelation. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. Your conversation with each other, what level is it on? You know, I was at class yesterday and that sister I'm telling you, she just made me sick. Well, honey, my lieutenant, I don't know. I, I, I was going to shoot him last night. <laughs> I'm sitting down trying to listen to the minister. And he'll tap me on my shoulder with an ugly look in his ugly face, telling me if I come to the back.
Now, the level of your conversation sets the spirit of the home. You have a house. We would like to create a home. And see, home can only be a home when God is the ruler of that home. Now check this out. You may be telling the truth of your woes. And naturally, as husband and wife, you talk about your woes to each other. You know. But that conversation level is down here. And when you're gossiping and slandering people, which you do, that puts your conversation, I can't even get down. It's low down. That's right. So the energy in the house is as low as the conversation. Beautiful. That's right. Beautiful. Now let's pick the conversation up. I'm going to talk about you. Well, I may, I may be telling the truth, but that's not necessarily good home conversation. I may be talking about even Bible or Quran. That's higher, isn't it? But the highest conversation is when you start talking about what God revealed to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. That's revelation. Wasn't in the world before. So the level of electrical energy in those words is higher than reading the Quran or reading the Bible or discussing that. But when you say what Elijah said, that Master Farad revealed to him, your conversation is at the highest level and the energy Keeps you, your light on in your face. Because God's revelation inspires you. It's life. So if you really want to get down that road, brothers, as a maintainer, you got to know what God said to Muhammad. Do you discuss it? If you don't discuss the teachings, then the bond that binds you spiritually is not there. So from prayer comes discussion of revelation in your conversation, which leads to the spiritual maintenance of the woman of God. Right. She's God's woman, brother. And you can't just talk to her about anything. Sometimes you just may, you know, get one of them cheap conversations going. <laughs> Which we all do. True? Yes, Y'all don't want to admit that, huh? <laughs> them cheap conversations go on more than anything else. 
And probably that's why you don't have the spirit. In your marriage relationship with each other, you start losing the spirit. Do you know how you got in touch with each other? You know, and when you start falling in love, there's a certain conversation. If you a real Muslim, what is what, what's going to attract you? The fact that she's one. You're talking about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You're talking about the word. You're talking about what God did and what the purpose is and what the nation is about. And you say, whoa, this girl is something. She like what I like. Yeah, this is good. After you get married, the carnal conversation ain't on that level no more. Hey, baby, you sure looking good. <laughs> but that's conversation too, and it's real, you know. And it's not bad to be there sometimes. She like that on that level sometimes. But don't stay there. That's God's woman. And she loves God. And the more you and I reflect God, the more she fall in love with us. God is stern, but God is kind. God is stern, but God is just. God ain't no fool, he's super wise. God is Noah of subtleties, and women are full of subtleties. Somebody banging? Now, brothers, you can't be no fool and maintain a woman on the spiritual and mental level. On the mental level, it is empirical knowledge. If you don't read the newspaper or study what's going on in the world, your revelation, your, your knowledge of revelation gives you insight into the news. Say, baby, did, did, did you see this thing today? Hey, look, they had a bomb at the Olympics. You see, TWA 800 went down. Over 60 people saw a light going toward it. Now they ain't talking about that no more. Now they're saying they don't know what happened. The black box didn't give them nothing. All of a sudden now, uh, Clinton is talking about Iran and Libyan terrorism. What's that all about? When you know the teachings, you can begin to compare notes. And before you know it, the level of your conversation is intellectual. It's stimulating. Because a woman, listen... A woman that is talking to babies all day long. She wants to break out of baby talk and she want to sit down with her husband and, and talk on another level. I'm getting to your role in a minute, sisters. We just role playing now. Brothers. You have to be readers. You have to be knowledgeable. 
of what is going on in the world on a daily basis. You must be insightful and you must engage your wife in conversation that reflects the mental prowess that you are trying to develop. And you'll be surprised what she will add to that conversation from her insight. Don't you think that women don't have insight into these things? Listen to Sister Tainetta Muhammad. She has insight into the things that's going on in the world, but you won't know that unless you engage her in that kind of conversation because she ain't going to talk on no other cheap level. That, to me, is what her husband was an example of. He was the master of the teachings of Master Farad Muhammad. And he attracted her with those teachings. And he nurtured her with those teachings and with the understanding of the Quran. When you marry a man of that kind of knowledge, you should be constantly trying to extract from him what he knows about God. And every man who is a God, lesser God, should try to know as much about God so that the conversation in your home can be based on God and what God revealed and what God's will is since you both are Muslims and your duty is to submit to do his will. And is it making sense? So brothers, now this physical, spiritual, mental, which I just mentioned, Moral. Now, moral maintenance is based on the moral law. Upkeep of the female in the moral sense. As men, we should strive to live up to the moral law and bring things around us up to the moral law. And when we would lapse, the mate should help the person to come back to the moral law. Upkeep, maintenance. All right, family. All right, all right. We're going to stop it right there. We're going to stop it right there. I hope I hope y'all was able to get something of value um, from that. Obviously, the minister always giving us something of value. Um, let me just make sure that everyone can hear me on these two different things. Okay, so yeah, y'all can hear me on the, on the Zoom. All right, everybody can hear me on the Zoom. Okay, praise be to Allah. All right, so y'all know what time it is now. We'll get to part two. Tomorrow We'll get to part two tomorrow But to, right now We want to get into the feedback Alright Now we want to get into The feedback So let me do this Alright Alright family So Those who would like to share Alright Those who would like to share 
Come on up now. I want to go ahead and go through some of the points that I took from what the minister said. Because I wrote down a lot of stuff. I wrote down a lot of stuff. And really the minister was, you know, he really talked about the value of the woman. He really talked about the value of the woman and how important she is to us being able to accomplish our goals. If y'all don't see me looking at the camera, that's because I'm looking at the other screen over here. But one of the things that the minister talked about was the fact that a woman can help you do anything of value you want to do. A woman who loves you and cares for you. So a woman who loves you and cares for you will help you do anything of value and righteousness that you want to do. That was that was that stood out because uh, oftentimes we got goals, brothers. We got goals, right? Things that we want to accomplish and we have trouble accomplishing them because there's a piece missing somewhere. And what I took from this is the fact that women could bring insight as the minister was just talking to, talking about on things that we may not be able to see. All right. So that was that's that's what stood out to me as far as that point. And if you want to share, go ahead and raise your hand so you can share your thoughts. All right, please, because I want to hear from you. Now, when the minister got into the roles, when he really got into roles and heavy on what men are supposed to do for the women, went straight to the Quran, as we already know. Men are maintained as a women. The minister gave us some homework for the brothers that's on the call today. You want to do the homework that the minister gave us. Look up the word maintenance and then look up in the thesaurus all of the words that go along with maintenance. Right. So that we can have a healthy understanding. Minister says study it so that we can have a healthy understanding of what maintenance is and what it encompasses. Because men are the maintainers of women. And when we understand what the word maintenance is, we'll be able to understand better our role as maintainers of the woman. And a lot of brothers, we dealing with this money situation, this finance piece. I already know. I already know because I'm a brother. have dealt with that situation before and still dealing with that situation. Because as the minister said, you can't lean on what you did yesterday. Matter of fact, what is the quote what the minister said? The minister said that the woman is not made to let you get comfortable on what you did yesterday. Man, that was, that was, that was heavy. The woman is not made, is not wait, made so to, for you to rest or get comfortable on what you did yesterday. That was a wake-up call because I'm guilty of that. Now, I know y'all going to say, that y'all not guilty of that. And that you know you always striving to be better today than better than what you was yesterday. I feel you. But in real talk, in real time, we always did we always dealing with that. So me, I'm always trying to understand, you know, how I can be better today and trying to, you know, top what I did yesterday. It's a struggle though. It's a struggle. So that's heavy for us to understand that the woman is not made that way. So, brothers, you might as well just get it out your mind that whatever you did for her yesterday, the flowers you bought yesterday, the car you bought yesterday, wherever you took her out to eat yesterday and last weekend, that don't have no relevance in her mind. 
no relevance. So you can just go ahead and get it out your mind that you can fall back on those things that you did yesterday for her because she only concerned about what have you done for me lately. We watch football. We watch sports. We know the coaches, all of the head coaches, all of them are judged on what they did, what they doing today. You can only rely on your past championships, your past playoff wins, your past success only for so long. Because if you're losing right now and you continue in that direction, then ultimately they're going to have to find somebody else. It's the same thing with us, brothers. Sisters appreciate what you did in the past. They love the success that you gained in the past. They know what you built. But now it's, it's about what you're doing today, and she's going to constantly challenge you on that. So those are some of the things that stood out to me. Now I see we got some hands raised up. So we're going to go ahead with Sister Shilon first, and then... Uh, brother Wesley and then Sister Farah. So, so on you, Sister Shilon. Greetings, greetings. Even if you bought a car.
Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for that, Sister uh, Shilon. Absolutely. You know, you, yeah, yeah, brothers. Listen, you bought the car, bro. And I know it was a big task buying the car. You know, you did that two, three years ago. <laughs> when she see another, especially when she see another sister pull up. Nice, too. Because that MGT class, I don't know about the brothers. If y'all been on Posa MGT class, the sisters show up and show out. So when they get to pulling up in there for their class and all of that, you know, and the sister come through riding big, then your wife looking like, oh, okay, okay. Now she going to come home and she going to have another request, a new request on the table <laughs> because she's not satisfied on what you did yesterday. She's not made that way, as the minister said. So we might as well don't even get no attitude about it. You might as well just go ahead and start figuring out how you going to go ahead and uh, and make something new happen. All right, brother Wesley, it's on you, brother. Wa alaikum salam. No, thank you. Thank you for that, Brother Wesley. And the minister stressed that. He stressed the fact that you, brothers, have to have an aim, a direction, a mission, goals that you're looking to accomplish so that you're able to discuss these things during the courtship. You're able to put it all out on the table, 
And then the sister is able to evaluate what it is that you said, measure what you're saying, and then make a decision based on that to see if that's something that she's want, that she wants to do. If she wants to sacrifice time, if she wants to sacrifice, you know, the things that she may have lined up. This is why the courtship process is so important because you get to know one another exactly and exactly find out what the goals are for one another. So that's very important. Thank you for that, uh, Brother Wesley. And we're going to go to Sister Farah. Wa alaikum salam. Walaikum salam. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. You hit the nail right on the head, sis. And that's why the minister said that, brothers, you got to have the finances together. Sis is looking for God. And nowhere in the scripture do you ever see God struggling to be able to afford a roof over his head, to be able to put food on his table. God ain't down bad. These are not the things that the God is going through. So, brothers. Even though we have those situations, right? We always had to have a plan in place, always have a, a, a method in place that we'd be able to get ourselves out of that situation quickly so that it doesn't even affect the sisters. I've heard brothers say, like, um, I think I heard Brother Jim Jones mention this before, where he was saying well, it was times when, you know, he had money flowing and, you know, his wife, uh, Chrissy, they was, you know, they were spending money on bags. You know, they was doing what they do. Uh, but then there was other times when the money wasn't coming in like that. And even though he wasn't able to provide some of the things that she was used to getting when the money was up, it still didn't affect the household. So she didn't feel it to the point where she started looking at Jimmy crazy like, yo, the lights going to get all cut off or we're not going to be able to pay the, the mortgage this month, whatever the case may be. So understanding that he already had in his mind that I got to I got to switch it up. I already see what this situation is. So let me go ahead, reserve, pull back on some things like this. We're going to tighten up the ship over here, tighten up the ship over here so that we can make sure that even if I got to break it down on my own side where I'm not, you know, doing some of the things that I would normally do. I'm locking it down that my wife and my family, my children, they don't even feel the effects of it, even though there's an effect. They don't feel the effects. Right. Very important because she's looking for God. And if she's looking for God, God is a protector, 
provider, maintainer, and you can't have no rocky ride for the sisters and for the family. All right, brothers? So, Sister Yasina, it's on you, ma'am. Walaikum salam. Yes, ma'am. Good to be seen and not viewed. <laughs> yes, ma'am.
<clears throat> Walaikum salam, man. Yes, gotta stay up to date on those current events. All right, and was that the last hand that is up? All right, family. Yes, yeah, so that was the last hand. So, um, do we have anybody who would like to share some feedback before we close? We got a couple of minutes um, before we go ahead and close out. Um, but yes, so this was this was like I said for me. This is probably the all time greatest when it comes to relationships, understanding your role as a man and as a woman. The minister gonna get deeper uh, into that. As you can see, that's part a little bit of part two as they started to go into that. But talking about the current events, the type of conversation, the highest level of conversation is the teachings, the divine revelation from the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So if that's not a part of your conversations, then there's that's a red flag. That's definitely a problem. If we're not discussing scripture, if we're not discussing uh, the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, how it ties into those current events, then it's going to be an issue. The minister said that when you have that empirical knowledge of current events and international affairs, things that's going on stateside, and then you have the teachings, then you have divine insight into why things are going on. But if you're not even having these conversations, you have to now start to think about, you know, what is this is our communication based on? What is our foundation based on? What is our conversation based on? What are we thinking about? If we're not talking about the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, then what are we talking about? As Sister Yasina said, if we're even talking at all. Because if you're not having communication, that's a problem. So these are some of the things that we definitely want to reflect on and think about. As the minister said, brothers, the homework is to look up maintenance. Go and check out the thesaurus. Find all of the words that are the synonyms for those words, uh, for the word maintenance, so that we can get a deeper understanding of that. And uh, if we don't have any more feedback, then we're going to get ready to go ahead and close out those who are new on the call. Do we have anybody who's new on the call today? Do we have anybody who's new on the call today? If you are new, press the number three. If you're new, if you're new, if we got any first-time guests on the call today, um, please, Press the number three. Do we got any first time guests? Oh, Sister Farah, did you re-raise your hand? Is that a re-raise? I know she had it up. Let me see. Sister Randisha said it. Okay. Go ahead, Sister Farah. I know you had spoke. Oh, we got one. Okay. Okay. So you didn't have anything else to add? Okay. I'll praise due to a lot. All right. So, yeah. So we got one. We got one first time guest. All right. We got one first-time guest. That's what's up, family. That's what's up. We got one first-time guest. That means we got some work to do. That means we got some work to do because there's a lot of us in here. That means we should have 41 people in here. That means we should have some more guests, family. So let's make sure that we are inviting people to join the app. Make sure that we're inviting people um, to powercall.net, right? Powercall.net so they can get set up. Make sure we're sending out the links so that the people... Uh, are able to come and join us on these calls in the morning, family. So without um, any further ado, all right, we're going to go ahead and close out, and I will see you all tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum.